show. Uh, until we run out of time, do you have no, any? Uh, it reminds me. Do you have any prior engagements? Three no. hours ish. Yeah. No. No. I am not hanging out with y'all for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to all you talented and sexy makers out there. Welcome to Faking It. We're the only maker podcast made entirely from David Welder's lung luscious locks. My name is Rod Reyes, and I'm joined by the creator of the extra spicy teriyaki Berkey jerky, Andy Berkey. <laughs> Hola, Jeta. Also joining us is the model maker welder aficionado Andrew Aragon. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> we also have David Welder, whose lung luscious locks are powering the podcast today. Hello. And last but not least, in the unheard ghostly background of this podcast, our technical specialist, the Mac Daddy of Max, Mike Laffey. Mike, give us a sign that you are with us. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah, I wonder what he's gonna put in there. So have no we have idea. a really cool treat for you guys and gals listening on the show this week. We are talking to a content creator of a wildly popular YouTube channel, April Wilkerson. April, hello. Hey, hey, what? You can't get any more creative with me than that. We got lots of I had a couple of things. I just don't know. I just met you. <laughs> I'm pretty hard to a to hammer slammer. Hey, I like that one. Way to go, David. Do it. Do it. Something a little bit more creative than hey April. <laughs> the queen uh, this is, is April. <laughs> She's on YouTube, I guess. Okay, no, April. hey everyone. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, we love having you. Okay, April, we we just want to like throw a bunch of questions at you and it's going to be random and have no uh, particular order whatsoever. But why don't you tell everybody who's listening, I'm sure they know who you are, but for those few, the 1%, the less than 1%, why don't you tell everybody out there what it is that you do? Okay, I'm April. I run a YouTube channel website. Um, I don't know, I make stuff and then I record it and put out videos on Anything I do, which is a variety of things. <laughs> oh, that was way I, too I don't know. simple. Is that a, is that a <laughs> There's more to it than that. I don't know. I, I, I do things that I need and I record it and I put it out there for people who are interested. Okay. Tell me. Okay. I just, okay. I just looked at your YouTube channel a little while ago and it was like 389,000 subscribers more than that. Oh my gosh. It's so, that's such a really high number. I mean, that's an incredible number to wrap your mind around. Yeah. You know, what I really would like to know is how did you get started doing this? What prompted it? how did you get an idea? How did this take off? For the, for the YouTube? Yeah. YouTube. Um, uh, you know, it's really funny. I feel like a lot of people start a YouTube channel after they see other YouTube channels and they think, man, that looks cool or I want to be a part of that community or maybe I have something I can contribute. But me, I felt like a like a blind squirrel just stumbled on a, a, a nut because I didn't I didn't realize that there was this making community or people already on YouTube. Like I'd never heard of Steve Ramsey or Matias or Jay Bates. And um, I, yeah, I was I started to do things around my home. And then I thought 
I was having trouble learning how to do the things that I wanted to do. And so I started a website so that I could pass along information for anybody who was in the similar boat as me. And then from there, it just kind of progressed into uh, shooting a video so that I could like show whatever I, whatever it is I made how it moved and what it actually did and just summarize. Cause you can do a, a two minute video and it will take you uh-huh. four hours to try to type it up, you know? So, yep. I got on YouTube, started doing that. Then I discovered Jay Bates channel of all channels um, first. And then that got me wormholing into the whole YouTube community. And I thought that's what I want to do. I want to start doing an entire build on YouTube. So I guess I did actually see it and and then do that route to where I'm like, that's what I want to do. But I was like trying to do tutorials and pass along information a little bit before that, just in a different route. So before that, that whole epiphany moment, what take us back further. And when you started making as a, as a kid or, or whenever you started. Um, I didn't start until uh, January of 2013. So just, four years ago, I guess I picked up my, I picked up a drill and I asked Cody was, I think cleaning the pool filter or something. And I took him the drill and I said, Hey, show me how to use this. Cause I couldn't change the bit. It's something as simple as that. And so, yeah, he showed me how to tighten and loosen the chuck and change the bit, put it in first gear and second gear and explain the, the, the clutch on it. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go play with this <laughs> because I was, I, I was wanting to, to build a pantry, a freestanding pantry. Um, and really what it was is I graduated college. I had free time all of a sudden because the entire time that I was in school, I worked full time and went to school full time. So I had absolutely no free time. Um, but yeah, as soon as, as soon as I graduated, I wanted to start fixing up the house, but didn't have any money. So I borrowed Cody's drill. I did buy a circular saw from a pond store and then I made, made myself a pantry. And then after that, I was like, well, what else do I want? Because I was able to do this. So surely I can do whatever else I want around here. Well, not at that point. I didn't have the confidence to think whatever else I wanted. But like I wanted a a laundry hamper holder. So I, I built that and a few other dinky things, you know. And then it like honestly just snowballed and progressed. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. So you just had like the audacity to say, I'm just I need something. I'm going to make it. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, the I I don't think I deserve credit really. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like this cool maker or a good maker, but I I think it's more just my stubbornness or my impatience. I didn't want to wait for Cody to have the time to make me a, a pantry, and I also didn't want to wait uh, a year and a half for him to graduate so I can go have the money to <laughs> to buy the pantry. So I was like, screw this. Surely I can I can build a box <laughs> with some drawers. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think you empower a lot. You, I think you empower people. You know, unfortunately, we're still squabbling over this idea that of sexes and things of capability. And, you know, people have it's a very debatable thing about, you know, women and, and equality and such, unfortunately. And so inevitably, there's that whole aspect. But beyond, um, you know, it's like conveniently easy for you to be genuine to yourself. But even I love in your edits, you throw in the hiccups and the funnies and, and maybe it's to get a laugh or because for you, like, I know I'll throw some funny stuff in when my camera falls. It's just to remember how many times it's fallen, but your, uh, shameless way of not being perfect is incredibly approachable. And for young folks to see and hear your story, I think that does a lot more than you realize to, to make, 
make, um, you know, to not be out there as Susie Q, perfect maker day saver. You're like, yo, I would love it if I could feed my dogs a little easier. How am I going to do this? This drill thing is cool. And this Chuck, I get the Chuck. That makes sense. So I, let me try this. And, uh, you know, and your humble, fearless attitude really, really generates more power. Um, oh, thanks, David. Than you put that's, into it, which is kind of a phenomenon in this universe. That's a, like a really kind, kind words. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's the, for me, that was the thing that um, uh, David and I got the chance to meet April in person uh, last year in uh, oh, yeah. Atlanta at the woodworking show there. And um, the thing that just impressed the, the daylights out of me was you're just, I don't want to, I hate the word fearless, but I love the, the approach of there's nothing I won't at least give it a good, a good whack at, you know, I, I'll, I'll give it a go. And that's, that's the thing that just really impresses me about um, the way that you approach the whole thing. Oh, thanks, guys. I love I, I I like learning new things. I get bored really easy. But more than that, I, I have a, a have a lot of curiosity. I, I don't like to just sit there and watch somebody. I mean, even if it's something I've never thought I'd be interested in, I'm just always sitting there watching, thinking, I want to try that. You know, what does that feel like or what is it? Where do you go from there? Even if it's I don't know. It's fun. I like trying new things. <laughs> And it seems yeah, like your it seems like your family it, you have a pretty amazing uh, support system there in your family that they're not you know saying oh don't get hurt honey they're there going yeah you know give you know try this or that but they're sitting back you know 20 yards away yeah this is i mean this yeah. is now four years into into it but i mean they weren't always that kind of like cool about it especially my dad whenever i first got into it i think he was a little like what are you going to be doing and what are you doing you know but um now i think they're at the point where they've seen me do so much that they're like we know you got it so yeah, I, th I thought that was really cool. That's why on my chainsaw carving video, I specifically left that part in where my dad was telling me about, okay, ch choke is up. Okay, now throw it again. You know, because he's like, you'll get it. And I just think it's so cool that I've now arrived at the point where my entire family or pretty much anybody around me, even my friends, they're just like, yeah, you, you can handle it re regardless of what it is, even if I haven't even done it. And that's a really cool place to arrive at because it hasn't always been that way, you know? Mm -hmm. Hell yes. Oh, yeah. Speak cool. it, sister. It is. It's really cool. And like even my husband, like it's it's um he's always had the confidence in me to do anything. I remember him, I mean, he's the one who taught me how to swing an axe. I actually stumbled across the photos the other day. I think I was like 19 or 20 whenever he first taught me how to swing an axe. And I just looked very goofy doing it. But he always was just like, yeah, you want to learn how to swing an axe? I'll show you. Or he taught me how to ride a motorcycle as well. I mean, just anything. He's never hesitated to show me how to do it. But now um, he paid me a really high compliment the other day because we're, we're currently moving out of our house. And it is brother and his best friend were hanging around and they were kind of like just sitting around drinking beer and he was like damn i wish april was around you know she's the best hand you can ask for instead i get stuck with you two and i mean he was making a joke and kind of a crack but he was also like uh, I, you know thinking about it it kind of put him he said it put me in the position to where i was like you know you really are the best hand and you've become like this person to where we can just efficiently work on a I don't need direction. It's like if I'm there working, especially with him, mm -hmm. I'm like established now enough to where I can just handle my own. And anyways, so yeah, nice. a confidence from my family, confidence from my husband. It, it puts me, I feel, I feel good. I feel 
I feel like I've really come into a really nice position in life that I didn't really expect myself to be in at this moment. And in a way, are you kind of paying that forward to your audience? Are you are you trying to empower? Is that part of your mission? Not. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I don't try to. I didn't do- get a mallet. Oh, dang, <laughs> David. <laughs> oh. 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 I know. Wait a minute. Didn't Jocko oh. get a mallet? Wait, wait, J- Jocko, Jocko has a very – Jocko has a, a story. Jocko was messaging me or I was messaging Jocko. Somehow Jocko and I were in communication. Oh, that's right. He was saying, would you like me to bring you something from Italy? And I'm like, well, if you're going to bring me something, then I need to bring you something from Texas. And that's actually how I decided to make a mallet. And I was like, I'll give you my very first one. And so his is actually – I told him. I said, it, I, it, it's probably going to look a little jacked up because I'm like, it's my very first one. He was like, I want it. So that's the only reason Jocko has a mallet. <laughs> sure points. it is. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I will make you a mallet if you want one, David. I have another batch coming up anyways. <laughs> um, what, Maybe we what? can do a collaboration video. Hey, I love that idea. Um, that would be I cool, forgot. I, I felt like I um, got off on a tangent. Or where? Did, how did the mallet come up? Uh, <laughs> oh, we we usually go on tangents. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. If y'all are fine with tangents, then I won't. Then I won't worry about keeping track of where we were. <laughs> uh, you said that you really weren't uh, focused on empowering anybody. You were you're oh. just doing your thing. So, yeah, it, it, I, I have found my kind of approach with all of this is to not have a specific mission or goal or do's and don'ts list. I just I just do what I do and it's going to be what it's going to be and people are going to perceive it and take it the way that they want it. So, like, I don't I don't try like if you want to fight me about what women are able to do and not able to do, I'm not even going to waste my time talking to you. Like you can watch my videos. You cannot. you're going to, you shouldn't have to ask me what my stance is on, on like feminists or, or feminism or women's strengths or equality. Like you should just be able to watch my videos and you can, you can take whatever you want from that, that you want. And if you, if you still think women are weak and not capable, then that's, that's fine. Go do your thing. I'm going to do mine, you know? So it's the same thing. Like I don't try to empower, but it's, it's badass whenever I hear the, the feedback that people are, you know, a lot of people say you, you're, you're inspiring women or you're inspiring children, but it's really surprising. I get a lot of emails from men and comments from men saying, you make that look like fun. You've, you've motivated me to get in my shop and start working again. So it's not only children and women that I think are relating to my videos, which is, you know, something I never really saw coming, but it's really cool that it, that it's a, that it's a product. What's that? A lady in a lady in shorts and work boots, lifting lumber is going to bring a few guys. <laughs> I mean, even, if I, in a, even if I was in it britches the entire time, it would still be the same thing. You know, like people are just curious regardless of what I would wear or what I look like. People are going to be curious on what a female can do and not do. They're going to be anxious to tear her down. Exactly. And then they're, and then they're also most of the time supportive whenever she does a good job, you know, but yeah, I agree. Like people always comment on my shorts. I just want to say, get over it. I'm a female. It's Texas. It's 110 well, degrees outside, out. you know, shitheads are everywhere. The shitheads are, um, unfortunately <laughs> come in every color on every continent, um, and make all different noises. But the byproduct of what you do, 
which we've established um, is pretty true to you and genuine through your curiosities and then sharing them. The byproduct is this inspiration. The worst thing that happens is some some self-loathing hater, you know, uh, is downstairs just like ah, another woman, you know, because they have issues with but whatever. It doesn't really matter. Right. But um, and to get past that the the bulk is just so amazing for you just never know i love how you said it doesn't people are going to take what you say how you say it and and place their own intentions i mean we're getting into this world of um alternate facts and shit i mean my god you know but perception has always existed so it's cool for you you might as well keep it real um because an honest lady never has to remember what she said and uh then and and collect the rewards and be proud of it you know because you just don't know you say the right word you know someone found out that i struggled with anxiety and depression and i made this great connection um you know and this the byproduct of me getting well is all that so (laughs) you just uh it's wonderful you know i mean you're not even going in it to win it like that but it's it's just the nature of the beast yeah besides i mean like if you want to talk about short shorts i mean andrew wears the shortest shorts of anyone i've ever seen he does they're awkward <laughs> Andrew, put on longer shorts. <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe she can you tell us some of the things that that either you've uh, struggled with, or you know, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be with you know, as a female in this whole um, thing, but just how you've overcame uh, the struggles that you've had. Um, yeah, I mean, the struggles, um, it depends on what route. I mean, anybody who's tried to make videos or be any sort of content creator can just time is the biggest struggle that you're going to constantly battle. And that's never going to go away. Time to design the project, to film the project, to build the project, the mistakes that come in, um, uh, balancing work with, with family and, you know, just there, there's so much that goes into it. And then if you want to do it as a living content, creating as a living, you can't only design and build and film projects. You also have to have a website and a social media platform and spend a bunch of time on all of these different streams of revenue so that all of it together can put food on the table. And, um, you know, and, and, and then that leads to new struggles, struggles with your hobby has now become your your business. And how do you keep that passion and that fire and that motivation to keep going week to week alive? And then the, the struggle, again, to, to just balance everything and not let yourself be consumed with only work. You know, I was talking to Bob Claggett with I Like to Make Stuff. And I was like, you know, I've, I've now become the aunt, which I have a lot of nieces and nephews. I don't have any kids yet. But I've now become the aunt or known as the aunt who more than likely isn't going to come regardless of the event because she's working. And it's like, that's so sad because I don't want to be the aunt that misses birthdays or, you know, has to go in early because I have to get up and do the editing or, you know, whatever it is. And so, yeah, I think time is everybody's biggest enemy in this game. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to hear more about like the, the particular sacrifices. I mean, cause I mean, YouTube is pretty much your life right now. You're making YouTubing, uh, like you said, being online and stuff like this. Um, I'm always real interested in what kind of like personal sacrifices you've had to make in order to make this life work. <laughs> 
Oh, that's it's also difficult. There's so many facets to it, you know, but the other. OK, so the other day I was thinking about this. I want to build a kitchen table and I was thinking I want to do I want to like really challenge myself and do a high end kitchen table. But the problem is, is that like my brand, my business, the way that I make, you know, money to put food on my table is um, to make these kind of like relatable. It's still like go get it, girl. But it's also I could also do that. So it's like what what do I'm struggling with right now. Do I not advance my skill level that I that I would really like to do to do like higher end woodworking so that I could keep no this way. formula going? Yeah. Or do I how do I or so that's what the, the challenge is, David, is to how can I tweak it to where I can still. There's it, no it, question. What's that? No question. You advance because you're always going to put out a reward. And, you know, that's what this all is in exchange for people's time, whether it's a five minute video or what have you, of course, and you keep them hooked. And ideally you build a brand where your name is attached to it and someone's like, oh, no shit. Whether it's you're making tools, T-shirts or videos and they want to even investigate because I, I like what April does. Right. But you, I think, will lay on a thicker layer of go get it girl and come watch me uh, be scared and brave and that will trump i sorry but that will uh, supersede the <laughs> um the you know the the unfamiliarity and you know because a lot of people don't like change a lot of people a lot of guys won't swing a different hammer or you know people still think that we can have the coal miners dream in this country that's not the way the world works you know inevitably you're going to get knuckleheads and stuff that hate you just for um showing up on their feed for at that second so to pair it again with your perceptions and just go for it. You know, you're staying to you and, and maybe you'll leave some. Jimmy Duresta, for example, took a big hit in subs when he started doing his um, his vlogs, right? But then oh, really? it almost, yeah, and it was almost, he knows the exact number and has, uh, I believe, spoken about it. But that was like one step back to then two forward, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and you kind of solidify your audience too. And I think if you throw a curveball, you see who's in it too, to just, you know, you, you get like, yeah. it almost filters the crowd and brings in new and, and I think it's good. So I'm sorry to say no question, but I meant that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, the, I like the term evolve. I mean, I think, uh, your audience identifies with you in so so directly that to be party to your evolution, I think they'd be all about it. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think they, I think they would, I think they, they would be like good for you for trying new things. The, like the, the core of my audience, maybe 40 to 50,000, they would be who have been following me along my journey. They would be, but in the bigger scheme of things of a video living on YouTube, being searchable and then, you know, those videos that hit 500,000 or 700,000, the majority of those are not your weekly followers. Because whenever you make a video, you have two audiences typically that you're catering to. Your week-to-week -week guys that are familiar and will watch you do pretty much Poor anything. Girls. Or girls. And when I say guys, I, I say craftsmen. I, I don't I don't get offended when people call me craftsmen. I just it's a it's a title, you know. So, yeah, I say, hey, guys. But I also mean like, hey, everybody, you know. <laughs> Sorry. 
David, shut up. <laughs> this is what we deal with all the time, April. No, I love it. I like I, being around. I, I, I think I think you like never cater cater to your audience. I think your audience like comes to you. So you, I think, I think you should do you, regardless of whatever it is, and, and uh, you know, your output is your output. You know. Yeah. And and that's typically my mentality. It has been so far. It's just it seems like here recently I've really been struggling with a few different things on. Do I stick with my 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 go to formula that I have been like I'm literally going through life doing exactly what I want. You can either watch or not. That's been my my mindset. But now, you know, my husband quit his job this year and is now helping me out like with website stuff and plan stuff. And it's just like now I have to like focus on. Yeah. Yeah. So he quit his job and we also like are selling our house and buying a new house. And it just you start you start thinking about it just more as a business and i've i have found that i'm i'm getting more and more away from it being just the hobby and the passion and the drive and i don't want that and i'm catching myself doing that and i'm just analyzing it on do i need to stick with my regular formula or do i need to think about it a little bit differently than what i have been (sighs) you know what i mean yeah if your brain isn't on fire then your audience won't show up you know if you're not having fun yeah well, and I feel it's, like this is so much it, work anyways. Like if you're not having fun, then eventually you're going to get burnt out and not do it. And I don't want that for me. And I also don't want to, I don't want that. I don't want to like not be doing this, you know? Question. Yes. So you are, um, we're here today and you have a successful machine. Um, the Wilkerson Enterprise is moving along swimmingly and, um, but seriously, I mean, you have this functioning, you're at a level, you're at a commendable level. What problems now? Um, what are the new sets of problems, right? So you stay and you freshen up. So in comes like new, bigger jobs, a nice welding machine and this like crazy fence that you'd probably never imagined you would do in your life. Um, you right. So you put those in your pocket and with the numbers and, and not specifically the amount of money, but people, deals, views, sponsors, what are the, the challenges today? Um, today. Okay. So today it's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to put into words because I don't know how much people, especially if you're not a content creator, understand all of the back work that goes into it. But pretty much what I'm facing right now is I'm getting like what you said, sponsors, you're thinking about the views, um, uh, TV deals, you know, there's, there's all these different things that are coming into play. I'm moving houses. I'm constantly working seven days a week all the time. And so the things that I'm struggling with are which direction do I want to go for 2017? How do I make my life not so stressful to where I'm not working 24 seven? Um, but how do I how do I keep that fire burning, and how do I also keep it as a business rolling to where I can continue to make content for a living? So the things that I'm struggling with is I'm getting approached by one a lot of companies that want to work with me, and of course I can't work with everybody, and I don't want to work with everybody. I'd like to work with just a select few. But then also a lot of a lot of TV deals are coming my way, and it's like I'm having to to pick between do I want to break off and try to do a television show to where I can maybe reach a broader audience if somebody will let me be me or do I want to continue to do my own thing on YouTube and because the the trade-off with the television is that a lot of the duties would 
be delegated over to somebody else, the filming, the editing, to where I could then just design and build. And that sounds like a dream right now. Because Amazing. I've been, yeah. Yeah. And so, well, then, okay, the trade-off to that, my brain is thinking, if I want to continue to do my own thing, how do I get to the point to where I can just design and build um, and, and edit? I won't ever give up my editing to somebody else. So yeah, so Cody quit his job and we've been trying to figure out how does he include, but then that really brings up its own problems because, you know, I, I constantly get discredited just because I'm a female, you know, Jay Bates Mm -hmm. and Steve Ramsey asked, why doesn't your wife help you out? Your wife at that's always on people's minds. People always ask me, what does your husband do? It's like, who gives uh-huh. a hell? I mean, who gives a shit what my husband does? You know what I mean? Like, if he was a garbage right. man, you know what I mean? But anyways, the first hey, questions yeah. out of their mouth are... T- what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just something completely unrelated to woodworking or being smart. You know what I mean? I'm a <laughs> right, garbage right. man. <laughs> no, that's I amazing. I don't have it's, anything against garbage. It's, it's an true. Point, and though. I mean, let's be honest. YouTube is like is like the New Jersey bus station. I mean, it's free, it's warm, it's like the lights are on, you know, so you can just imagine you're dealing with um, a good portion of sort of bottom feeders, if you will, who- No, uh, no, 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 no. Bottom feeders? It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not bottom feeders, David. I've, I've been talking to people- No, these, it, I'm talking person. about people who are willing to um, take the effort into trying, I'm talking a real troll, who's trying to smash you and bring you down. Oh, well, um, and so I'm just saying the doors them. are open. Look, where is Vimeo? Um, for example, I don't know much about the money-making aspect, but YouTube seems to be the way to go. Uh, but it, there's, there's a, it curtails some of that. There's a bit of a filter. It's not a free for all as much, which you then lose, of course, some supply in that. Um, but it also then peels away some people, you know, some folks. I'm just saying, you you know, it's like shit rolls downhill. You, the doors open. It's just going to, uh, it, it's to be expected more than most. You're shielded behind your keyboard, you know, probably. Oh, definitely. Uh, well, whatever. Anyway, it's. Um, I do, but. Uh, I don't mean I, to say I, that the bulk of, I'm just saying to consider the source, you know, it's like <laughs> expecting to, um, you know, find a good investor at the carnival. You know, you go to like the local town fair, you're just, uh, the guy's going to be gone next week, you know. I find that. <laughs> That's on a weird YouTube. analogy, but. <laughs> but anytime you put yourself out there, regardless of what it is, of course, you're going to get people who want to tear you down and and you're going to get some people who criticize you in just a poorly communicated way to where they're not they're not trying to be an asshole and they're not trying to be mean, but they just can't communicate well enough to say it with tact and respect to have a conversation they're about stupid. it. No, a lot. It's not about stupidity. It's about lack of communication skills and lack of willing to listen. Maybe like if you start your sentence off saying, man, that was really hard to watch. And then you go into all of the things that I did wrong. I'm immediately going to take from that. You're being an asshole. And and, and the only reason yeah. I bring that one up is because somebody I, I once said, wow, you don't have to be so like rude about it. You know, you just tell me and have a conversation. He was like, I wasn't being mean. But like people just don't have the idea the, the the communication skills to communicate their their criticisms in a way that also has tact where you can just learn from it. Instead, you're going to gonna kind of get well, buffed up a little bit. How many of us have been in a jam because tone is totally lost in text messaging? 
and Completely. you meant something and you and the tone is uh not there and you just completely went off the rails you know it's a really it is a, it's a tricky thing yeah, so, but yeah like on i can YouTube. see what you're saying i mean and i'm speaking aggressively and a little um humorous i'm i'm not saying they're stupid bottom feeders i'm joking i'm talking you know i'm Oh, there's I'm, definitely yeah, stupid bottom I'm embellishing. <laughs> but not all of them. Just not all of them, but there are definitely some of them out there. We all get Okay, them, I definitely want to know, okay, April, what yes. was the worst trolling comment you've ever received on YouTube? Ooh, that... Uh, <laughs> There's uh, I, I, there's not even like enough sensory bleeps for me to say it. Uh, come on, <laughs> no, okay, come on, think, come on. You know, I mean, Fuck I, it. Uh, Just do it. I I don't even I don't even remember. But hey, you know, like I get a lot of uh, of course sexual comments, and I get a lot of people who insult Cody. Um, just to, I guess, try to like wheedle at me, but I actually take screenshots because I've been for the last like two years, I've been taking screenshots of them. Cause I'm like, it would be cool if I could come up with like a, a garbage, like yeah. sewer <gasps> people <That's> our- <laughs> and then start posting their screen names with their uh-huh. mean comment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yo, so the whacklist.com. What is that? Yeah. The, the whack list and blacklist is probably taken, but why don't we, or we can, um, you and I could work and do it for our collaboration. We'll make a coffee table book. Oh, coffee <laughs> table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but hey, like, I can't remember all the, the most horrific comments, but like, I almost like, yeah. like laugh at them. Anytime I get like a really kind of funny off the wall one, I share it with Cody or I share it with my family. We just kind of like laugh about it. Me and Laura camp, we actually like send each other. Anytime we add a new word to the blacklist, we send it to each other without saying the context. So one time she sent me just the word scissor and I'm like, what the Wait, heck is somebody is? scissor and i'm like it's a sexual thing oh Oh, great well anyway so i was like but we send it and then we just like die laughing because it's it's almost become like a joke so like me and laura were also thinking about the same thing david to where we could like read almost like mean tweets but because we we honestly just laugh at it now because people are just they think they're they're getting us but instead they're just making us chuckle (laughs) (laughs) i love that idea I like you, the um, I get comments about you. Do you? I get comments about you um, oh, wait, flipping the bird channel? in the oh. end. Yeah, in the end of my trolling the PSA <gasps> video the first time we met. And you were like, you know, and I, I, I remember directing <laughs> you and I'm like, come on, you know, what were you really thinking? And like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're my not mom. mad about using that. Thank you. People are like, dang, April flipping the bird. This is crazy. Like fan, fans <laughs> of you will find it somehow. Yeah. And it's funny. I should. I never thought to um, send them over. I figured you're so busy. So April. This glorious uh, enterprise you're building. It is fun. It is fun, but it is it is busy. I, I, I don't like do many happy hours or movie date nights or things like that like I used to. But it's my goal for 2017 to figure out how to tweak my system so that I'm not so busy all the time. Because I definitely I don't want to get burnt out and I don't want to not be doing this in a year. Mm-hmm. So t- Those are good tell us about the, the evolution of how you deal with trolls. Um Mm. From from when you first got, you know, your first random troll comment to to now. And then also what we were talking about uh, a year ago in Atlanta um, about the blacklist, if you would. 
Yeah. So with trolls, you know, in the beginning, I took I took negative comments a little bit harder than what I do. You know, I've kind of always just had this and it's not any credit to me. It's just the way I was born. I've just kind of always had this attitude on whatever. That's your opinion. You're fine. Go over there and think that. But um, it's still really difficult, especially when you're first starting off and you're really proud of something that you're doing. Like learning how to use a circular saw and figuring out this neat trick to where you use the the board or the fence board with it. Uh, and then somebody just was like, oh, man, you're just a dumb old girl or whatever. Like a child knows that. And it, it's more the intention and the kind of thoughtfulness, thoughtlessness behind it on how dare you tear down somebody regardless of what it is. It's almost like tearing down a child, but people forget you learned it too. You know what I mean? And I just, I can't stand the mentality behind it. That's the driving force behind why I get so mad is I want to tell them, no, you might think that I'm the idiot, but you are the idiot for the way that you're talking to somebody who's just learning something, you know? Well so yeah, said. I used to I used to be bothered by it, but instead now I just I don't even waste my time. You get you get deleted and you get banned from my channel. And I don't ban you because I don't want other people to see your negativity or I don't want them to see that you have something negative to say about my about my project or my maybe my technique because I don't mind it. If you if you can communicate in a tactful, respectful manner, I will listen all up all day up and down about you telling me, hey, just to let you know you're using the wrong chain. If you switch over to this, then it's not going to do that. Or you didn't sharpen it. You need to be sharpening it every blah, 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 you, whatever it is. I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for the input. But if you're going to tell me you're a dumb child for not knowing this, and it's, it's all about the way that you communicate your information to somebody. And if, and if you can't communicate... Yeah then I'm kicking you off my channel. It's my, because of the way that I look at my channel, it's my house party. And you're going to listen to my yeah. music and the volume that I want. And if you don't like it, then you can go to the next house party. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. you, you know what the funniest thing is? He's that person, he or she, yeah. probably has been waiting around for their entire putrid, miserable life to, because they, you know, to be the expert on the one shitty detail they know about this world um and and it was you and it yeah was, yeah um, you got you know, it and you like you got tripped up and this you you know you might have made their life yeah. who knows the possibility <laughs> i finally got you yeah 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 the thing is it's not difficult to get happy. me because i don't know anything you know you put me in front of a chainsaw and i don't know anything so it'd be really easy to get me on on that on anything relating to that but for you to not have the sense to see i'm trying something and i'm excited about what i was able to accomplish i don't mind you telling me that hey you need to be putting on chaps and you're using the wrong blade or or whatever but you need to you need to keep in mind on how you're communicating it to somebody and if I just don't waste my time with anybody who is going to be a jerk about anything. No, you know, not even that. If you, even if you support me, but you're a jerk to somebody else in my comment section, you're also banned. You know, I don't, I don't deal with the negativity unless it's, you know, I just don't deal we with have it. Plenty to deal with. It's out of our control. Yeah. True. <laughs> so I, tell us, I, I tell don't us deal with it in the group either. <laughs> we don't put up with that shit. Yeah. There's group. no, there's no point on it. Well, I think people get the net. I, I can't be a dork or they're out. I mean, I know in, <laughs> in, in, in Andrew's group, everybody everybody knows um, if you're a dork, you're gone. Done. <laughs> and it's it kind of clarifies things pretty clearly. A right. dork. 
Yeah. Well, or if, or if you're like a troll, you know, or whatever. Troll, yeah. I mean, we're, we all troll each other, but we do it in a nice way. Like if you're a troll in a mean way or, mm-hmm. you know, a bit, a vicious way, like you're gone. There's just no, if you can't play with all the other kids in the sandbox then you can't play. Yeah. True. And your birthday's canceled. That's yeah, right. And your birthday. Because we can't take away your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, April, I want to know what is your dream build? Dream build. You know, I don't really have a dream build. It's it, everything that I build I need and want in my life. So I I, I really look forward to whatever it is I'm building next because it's obviously what I want the most since I'm moving to it. <laughs> um yeah, so dream build. I don't I don't know. You know, oh, okay. So I'm, I just sold my house and packed up my shop. So I get to build my next shop and that I'm really looking forward to. I get to design it and build it oh, from the ground up. That's awesome. And it's pretty cool. You know, I've always thought building my own shop would be like yeah. a really cool thing, but I never really anticipated it being this soon. So I really just hope that I, I have the skill level to pull it off and the foresight to be able to make it awesome. Nice. That's cool. I think you're well yeah. equipped with that mentality to, to go into it. Oh, thanks, It'll David. I appreciate your confidence. I'm thinking about building it out of shipping containers. I'm thinking about putting five of them together, welding them together, and then plasma cutting the inside out um, because the shipping containers are 45 by eight. So if you put five of them together, they're roughly $2,000 a piece. So you're looking at $10,000 for a shop over a thousand square feet versus like 50,000 for a Mueller still building the same size. So I'm that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I think so. Right. And and like shipping containers. Thousand so cool. square feet. Wow. Oh, you yeah, could float. Like, oh, how about this? What if what? you could be loaded while you work onto a shipping container and float to China during a video? No, I don't want to go to China. <laughs> they have to shit in holes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Depends where you go. You do the same thing. But no, check it out. You could be like the, you know, you could be the um oh golly, her name escapes me now. The the gal, the, Amelia, the pilot. Anyway. Amelia, Amelia Earhart. Earhart. You. You're welcome. And uh <laughs> you should know. play taboo. Did you see how quickly I got your wavelength there? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pretty good. Me and David need really. to be a, a taboo team. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So, yeah, I'm thinking shipping containers and I'm really, really, really looking forward to building a shop. I want like a like a a big bay door. I'm going to be cutting in windows and um, I want like a a concrete slab outside of it with like a lean to or a covered patio area so I can wield stuff outside and work outside if it's nice, which in Texas, you know, it's we don't really have a winter. And um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, guys. That is cool. That is way cool. Yeah. Uh, that's I, I dig that a lot. Thanks. I've, I've halfway been thinking about seeing if I can do like a ma- mega because it's going to be weeks, of course, that I'm going to be working yeah. on it yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I'm going to be running wiring for lights and, of course, outlets and then insulating it. Then I also want to frame out the two long sides and then put up OSB. But that way I have studs to hang heavy stuff like all of my material racks and whatnot. And then um, I've been thinking about it would it, I think it would be cool to build it by myself, but I think it would might even be even cooler if maybe every two weeks, like seeing if somebody new from the YouTube community would want to oh, come. Nice. And yeah. yeah, like Lord, yeah. Lord Q 
That's cool. Yeah. yeah, like Laura Kampf offered to come over from Germany. She was like, dude, uh, if you want to, I can't ger- do a German accent, but she's like, <laughs> no, 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 you got to try. Now you okay, got to okay. try. Uh, uh, no, I can't. Honestly, I can't do impressions. <laughs> come on, Laura's going to be watching this. She's going to be going, yeah, going, yeah, going. Yeah. I can't. Uh, we're going to well, have to get her voiceover. Yeah, we're going to have to voice over her in because I honestly can't do impressions. Everything comes <laughs> off as Mexican. But <laughs> April, April, I'm going to come by and we're going to build a shed. <laughs> April. <laughs> April, get in the chopper. Buy your plane ticket. Do it now. Get the plane ticket. Do it now. <laughs> do it now. Get in the chopper, April. <laughs> Laura hey, sounds way cuter least, than that. <laughs> you're right. That's the right, closer continent, at least. That is. The country. Way better closer than mine. Well, yeah, she actually offered to come over and, like, help me build the shop. And I started thinking, you know, that'd be cool if she came over for a week. And then maybe Jay Bates came in or whoever, you know, was up for it. So, oh, so I don't know yet. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm very oh, excited about it. So, right now, that's my dream. really cool. Okay, so how close are you are? Uh, how close are you to that build? Um, well, the problem is, is that we're not going to close on the house until probably mid March, and okay. then I I go to Europe the next week. So probably Cody's going to be moving into the house without me. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing in Europe? Uh, uh, just like uh, Triton Tools is my main sponsor, and they asked me to come over to do a few shows, and so I said okay. And the shows are all on the weekends. And so it just it just happens that I'm going to be over there for around three weeks to hit a few different shows. And it's really cool, though, because oh, during the week, awesome. they're like, we don't really have anything for you to do. You want to go to Germany and see Laura? I was like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, Heck, yes, I do. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So how did how did that whole deal with Triton come about? Um, I, I don't know. They, they were looking for somebody. They just launched their U S brand there cause they're a, Br- a British company and they just hit the U S market and they were looking for somebody in the U S with the U S audience. And the guy, the branding manager stumbled across my channel and he said that it, he just really connected with it and w- wanted to work with me. So he reached out and asked if I was interested in working together. And I said, yeah, actually I just quit my job. So it was perfect timing. I quit my job, and then about four weeks later, they contacted me. So it was just very coincidental timing. Perfect for me, though. Yeah, you got to love that. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. All right, so who inspires you? Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Go go, go ahead. Uh, Just going back to kind of like, again, the organic thing about, you know, I don't try to, like, get up on a soapbox and preach into different things. Also, the same thing with sponsorships or – uh, uh, gaining subscribers I just kind of like treat it organically I do my thing and let people do their thing and um, you know uh, I don't know I just like no, with yeah, sponsors yeah. I just kind of let them approach me That's if you it. feel like I would work well with your brand then feel free to approach me and so far it's, it's worked I know that not everybody can handle it that way but a lot of people ask me you know how, how do you land those deals and it's just I just do my thing and right let let well, every think, all the other wheels around me turn the way they're gonna turn. 
Yeah, and you've been tossing out more seeds than you're aware of. You know, it's like you, and good things are happening to you. Um, but and and a lot of people, I think me, I can relate to, worried, trying to overplan, and, and instead of going, all right, I'm going to put myself in here. I got a hammer and I got uh, nails, but I haven't figured it out yet. But to to take that first step until even your second step follows, like jump in there, uh, is massive. You know, and I think, but to go, so you're, you're like, okay, I mean, what's, so with sponsors, you reach out, they reach to you, investigate it. You can review a contract, you know, things, problems become like more muscle memory. It's, it's seeming, and you're just dealing with better problems. If I'm understanding or uh, getting it right. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know if that's sounds bad or not, but yeah, I, I guess, I mean, the problems that I have right now, I'm, they're, definitely good problems to have <laughs> yeah well, i think yeah yeah it's all it all feeds in pretty naturally to the way that you approach the camera and and your your style as it were i think your style is obviously just you which oh, i think people dig you know they they connect with like it. juvenile <laughs> yeah <laughs> or whatever like, you know i set the camera up and if i'm in frame i'm like yeah that looks good all right go <laughs> go yeah. And so, you know, like I, I, I thought about like, could I replicate a like Laura Camp or a Jocko or even your style, David, of like filming? And I just don't think that I have the uh, the know how or the talent to be able to do something like that. So I feel like um, I think one of the questions was about imposter sim- syndrome. I feel like mm-hmm. an imposter sometimes. I feel like people give me way too much credit, or you know, just because honestly, I don't have any talent. I think I just have a lot of motivation. <laughs> Well, how do you, how do you, when, when, when those demons kind of come to visit, you know, how do you deal with it? Um, I don't know if there, if it's a demon, I just, I'm very, I've always, I've always tried to put a lot of effort into knowing myself, uh, knowing my strengths, my weaknesses, what makes me happy, what makes me sad, what to do whenever I am happy and sad, you know, like I, I really try to put a lot of effort into figuring myself out. And so I'm, very comfortable with my skill level and my kind of like uh, skill level across the board with um, woodworking, with making, with learning new tools, my natural uh, ability towards learning, uh, which is not very natural at all. Like I'm dyslexic and I have a, I'm a very visual learner and it takes me like four or five times to figure something out typically, but I'm, I'm comfortable with that. So whenever I start to, to feel like people give me too much credit, I have no problem saying you're giving me way too much credit. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not, I'm not this like kind of badass that you think I am. I mean, maybe I am in the regard that I'm willing to try anything and that I'm upfront with who I am. But other than that, like I'm not a badass film film. What's the right word for filmographer? But what's your definition of success? I mean, is it, is the, the problem is, see, you know, an interesting thought might be that like most people, when they watch a movie and the general masses are, if you say, was that a good film? They'll say yes or no, based on the story. Absolutely nothing about how it was made or anything, you know? And so like, do you like April Wilkerson? I don't think that's going to go, ah, you know, she doesn't do these crazy things with the camera or lights, uh, you know, so no, but she makes great stuff. Like, you know, I mean, I don't think the measure it's, 
uh, your interest, it's because I'm really interested in dark movies and different things. And I like that, you know, your interest, but you, you have other stuff elsewhere. And I just hate to ramble again, but here you have it. Um, it's, it, it needs to be noticed that you do, we all have it. It's just your interest, your energy is elsewhere. So it's like you lose the perspective. You know, you say you're not, I forget, you just discredited your way and yourself in several ways, but that's bogus because I think it comes with practice and interest. I think it totally does. And you lie elsewhere. I think you were like slinging oil drums or something before and you are, I forget your previous business, but you know, this is the shit we got to get into, man. Even, uh, what's his name? Our, uh, this, this, our, in the new Trump cabinet, the, uh, the potential, I forget who he was, uh, was asked about the quality of women, you know, or do you believe in a, of the quality of women in the, in the, in the, military he said absolutely they should be able to do the same jobs men do well that's crazy you know are you gonna have an 80 year old man lift the same amount as a as a a newborn baby they're both the same thing we got to find people's specialties and weaknesses and this shit gets disregarded just because you're doing stuff that isn't seen it doesn't you know there's value in everything and uh and and it's where you want to go and you're doing it you are the essence of of finding your drive and rocking and rolling Wow, I think I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> and and what, what you were saying about talent, I think talent is most often disguised as really hard work. Oh, uh, sometimes, I don't know. Guys, I guess I'm not, maybe not explaining it right, but I feel like I don't have a, a natural ability or a natural talent for making. I can't look at something and automatically understand how it um, should be put together. Um like even even I'm asking to this day, to redefine the parameters of the question. Yeah, what's the question? I've, are we off on a tangent? Look, all I'm saying. <laughs> I just I'm feel saying like, don't discredit yourself. I would no. uh, I would like to just say in disagreement that you do bring. You, yeah, you're not this natural wood whispering wizard, but you. Um, I think there's a lot more to it. You know, it's like it's like in AA they give all the the power away to a higher power bullshit that was me or that was you or that was him who did it you know why are you discrediting yourself uh, sorry a tangent you someone said it so it set me off but you know i think there's a lot there's there's more meat there and we look at the wrong things we disclude a lot to see how someone's gotten there especially if you're looking at lebron james when he's finally made it you're not seeing all the sweat and all the you know getting jacked on the court and who knows what you know what i mean yeah. Um, and and everything lends itself and and you're certainly worthy in that. And I know and I appreciate you being humble. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there is uh, there's a lot to it. And I just think there's no magic. And I love the idea that everyone can be creative because I know they can. We've just been learned out of it. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think anybody can be creative. I just think that some people have an easier time with um, understanding how things should go together. And it what like, just for example, what could take you maybe uh, 30 minutes to figure out how to build might take me three days. And I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not okay with that. I'm just saying, I think a lot of times people especially now that I have a larger channel, people automatically assume that with the growth of my channel is also been a correlated growth in my skill and knowledge. And I feel like I'm still like crawling, trying to, trying to learn everything that people 
already think that I should know or assume that I that I do know. Or you know what I mean? Like I feel like if 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 somebody yeah, were to come to that's my shop, even more. You're- Go ahead. You champion this, though. That's your brand, baby. This is what I'm saying. And I know fearless is maybe fearless uh, is a bad word. It may be uh, reckless. But you I mean, you keep doing that. You've done something right. Because look at all these people who came to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it's anyhow. Um, but I, I can I, totally see, though, what April's saying is, you know, there's just an assumption that because you're you have a following that you're that you have this wizard type skill set. Yeah. Yeah. People, people, I think forget that I'm still relatively new. And typically if you see me building it, it's for the first time, like with the staircase. And it's like Mm -hmm. people, people were very critical on that staircase job and it's just the way of things. But I feel like saying this is my very first time to tackle a a staircase. And this was a really large one. There's no Mm -hmm. way in hell that I could possibly get every single detail right so please lighten up on me you know what i mean <laughs> all the sta- all the staircase nerds <laughs> yeah and there are stair nerds believe me <laughs> I, I love i love jim i love jimmy's take on it on not knowing what you're doing you know you not know how to get to number 87 but you know how to get to number one two three you know yeah, 10, 20, 30. So do do all those things before you even think about, you know, number 87, you know, or or the end result, you know, because mm-hmm. it just it just appears after a certain point and then and then you get it, you know, you get it. Um but you may not get it in the beginning. And that happens with like, I mean, everybody I know has that problem. So <laughs> don't think you're the you know the only one with that. And I think the thing we forget sometimes is that there is no more creative time in our lives than when we're scared out of our gourds. Then mm-hmm. we have no, no idea what we're doing. And it's, it's fight or flight. You get yeah. damn, damn creative, damn quick. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. And you know, it's uh, David, you were talking about the problems, you know, when I remember back to my, to my shop, whenever I was first establishing it, and I didn't even have clamps. And so I used ratchet straps as my clamping method. And um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's like whenever you, you get a, a shot full of tools, especially like as quickly as I did because of the, the sponsors, then uh, you lose out opportunities to be backed into the corner to have to figure out a clever solution for something that you're lacking, you know? Yep. Yep. That's why I've, I've decided that I will never give up on site work at some uh, percentage of my work just because there's every curveball in the world that doesn't exist in the shop exists in, on site. And yeah, it, it just makes you dead creative. I'll never forget one of the very first videos I ever watched on YouTube was David and Jimmy uh, putting the deck on an apartment and they had to disassemble the, the pieces to get it in the elevator or, or you know, cut, take, the, take the elevator light off or some damn thing. And it was just, I'm just sitting here dying going, this is this is creativity right here. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's a different thing to slowly um 
to just try to make the effort a little more to push yourself out of your comfort zone, you know, because whether you want the rewards or not, April, I think you're doing a great service for many people that you've yet to hear from. And that sounds like I'm being pretentious in, in that, but you'd be amazed at what, um, you know, what you can do, especially because it's not an big NBC production with Superstar April. You're, you're, you're attainable. You're a regular girl, you know, so you have a hold a lot of power. And uh, it's awesome that you're driving this big van uh, in a good direction. Oh, thanks. I hope well, to. You know, like it's, yeah. it, I never really set out to inspire or motivate or uh, be relatable to other people, but it's, it's neat that I, I'm now in the position for that. Like, don't get me wrong. I really enjoy hearing from people uh, saying that they're out in their shop or maybe their wife got in on the shop or their kids are watching my videos. I get lots of kids who their parents send me video clips of them watching my videos and it just tickles the crap out of me. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah, it cool. really is. It's really cool. I had a boy and a father sing happy birthday to me in Belgium. It was amazing. Aww, oh, that's awesome. That. <laughs> it's insane. It's so, so crazy. Cool. I, I, I think I, one of the first videos I watched of, of April's was the, that tree, that 3d tree that you put on the wall. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I really liked that project. I was like, I want to do that in my house, you know? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just that watched was actually, to yeah, see like, if married. What's that? <laughs> I, just, I I only watched until I noticed you were married. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so wrong. It's right. <laughs> uh, somebody had to say it in good so, in good love. <laughs> I get I get comments like that. They're like, "Damn, she said her husband. I'm out of here." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Don't, don't let the door hit you. Yeah, it don't bother me yeah. none. Like I never, I never once have said in my videos, please subscribe to my channel. So uh, regardless of the reason, whether it be because I'm married or because he don't like my projects anymore or anything, it's like that's fine, you know. Interesting. Yeah, I dig that. I dig the fact that it's just, you know, it is what it is, and um, enjoy or don't. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I feel like that's the way to stay sane with it because you can't please anybody regardless of who you are. So it's like, if you're, if you're going to be constantly listening to the feedback and altering your path accordingly, you're, you're never going to be settled. And I think that would be a really uncomforting feeling. Um, you know, maybe some people have, have, aren't discomforted by it or, you know, on, on, on the edge by it, but I would be, I mean, I would, I just want to, I feel like it's already so much work doing exactly what I want. I can only imagine doing what other people want, you know, all the time. <laughs> hey, do you ever yeah. feel, do you ever get the idea maybe that you might intimidate some people? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, um, I think men, especially whenever I get their comments sometimes that uh, with egos, of course, they, a lot of people say, Oh man, it would be great. I need a woman like you, but honestly, I don't think a lot of men would be able to handle a, a strong woman because it's, it really does take a strong man. And I'm not saying that out of like any sort of like boost me up or anything, but honestly, in, in, my, in this like short experience on YouTube that I've handled, it really does take a strong man to be around a strong woman because it's very easy to get. Sure. Yeah. So, um, and I, and I've witnessed that a few, few different times, even from, again, not people who are consciously 
trying to be an asshole or mean about it, but it's just, it's just kind of in our society that you, you don't get outplayed by a woman. And right. unfortunately I can outplay a lot of men at my skill level right now. And it's yeah. not saying that they can't, it's just that this is what I'm into. So I put effort into it. And I'm sure if you put effort into it, you would be uh, the same thing. But since right. you haven't, and I can best you quotes, then uh, they are, um, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but they're demasculated or emasculated right. by it. Right, right, right. Unfortunately, yeah. and that's the way it is. And I think that society will eventually shift where that doesn't happen so often that maybe like strong women will become more and more sexy and appealing and kind of like uh, more of a pride thing. Like if a man has, yeah, hell yeah, my woman's strong. Right. You know what and I mean? That's yeah. a threatening thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, that's a pretty good place to wrap it up. April, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show Thanks, with us guys. and just uh, joining in on our shenanigans and letting us ask you a bunch of questions. I, uh, we, I probably, um, I probably would have a million more questions for you, but I know we're out of time. But <laughs> yeah, and thank you for for tolerating Andrew's short shorts. He wanted to show you real bad. We told him not to, but you I'll know. send you a pair, Andrew. <laughs> okay let's go around the virtual table here and everybody share where they can be reached uh uh, andy go uh you can reach me at uh blameberkey.com and uh and on about every platform you can think of and i just want to say real quick that april you crush it and i admire the hell out of you thanks guys y'all make me get the warm and fuzzies <laughs> Andrew, go. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, refined underscore industrial, and uh, every you know that that leads to everything, links to everything. You can find us all at the I like to make stuff Facebook group. Andy, how about you? Oh, Mike. I already said it, dude. No, not Mike. Dave. <laughs> you can find me on YouTube uh, and Twitter and Instagram, David Welder, W A E L D E R. And okay. thank you, April. You rock. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, you can find me at uh, willproduce.com. Nice. All righty, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's show. And Wait, we'll see you on. What? You have to include yourself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, YouTube, uh, My Garage Woodshop. Uh, you can find me there, and you can find me on My Garage Woodshop on Facebook. And that's it. Okay. We'll see Thanks you guys so much, next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.